Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sendesk podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I am super excited to chat with you today because today I'm going to share with you exactly how I went from worrying about work constantly to leaving the office at 4 p.m. with an empty inbox and no guilt. If you've been hanging around on my Instagram profile for a while or even here on the podcast, maybe you're on my email list, you will know that I have recently shared quite a lot about burnout in the corporate world and how this basically sucks the living joy out of your work days. And burnout can really come in so many different forms and it looks different for all of us. But one of the first warning signals or one of the first red flags that I would always look out for in myself or in my clients is whether we are constantly thinking about work. And this could take many forms as well. But if we are constantly thinking about work, it could be looking like okay you come home after a long day in the office and you're like okay finally I get to rest but for some reason your mind just can't rest and you keep checking your emails on your work phone uh, when you're sitting in the couch even when you're lying in bed it's like you're constantly in this state of being alert and like ah, I just gotta check if something is going on like just in case Another example could be that maybe you don't feel like you're fully able to enjoy going out for dinner with friends. It might be that you've had this dinner planned out with your girlfriends for like three weeks and finally the day comes and you go out and you're about to have fun. But as you sit there at the table, it's like you can't listen to the stories that your girlfriends are telling you. You don't feel like you can be present because maybe someone in the office said something nasty to you or you're like, oh my God, I need to go home early because I need to get some sleep so I can get up and start working on this thing tomorrow or maybe it could be that you come home after work or maybe you're getting ready in the morning and your mind just keeps spinning because you're wondering oh my god how am I going to solve this case that I know I have waiting for me I just I don't know how I'm gonna handle it I don't know who I can ask for help like everything just seems so out of sorts these are all red flags that I would be looking out for and be like hmm okay if this shows up more than a couple of times a week then maybe there is something for me to dive into here And the thing is, we hear so many stories of how people just magically heal from their burnouts and then they go out and they live these amazing lives. (laughs) But so often it's like we miss that piece in between of, okay, what did it actually take for these people to find their way to the other side of burnout? And that's why today I want to share with you what you can actually do on a daily basis to stop worrying about work constantly and leave the office on time guilt free. So often we think that it requires so much to start feeling better and we're like, yeah, it's just like I don't have the time to go to that yoga class or um, I don't have the money to pay for a therapist. So I guess I'll just never feel better. And that just couldn't be further from the truth, to be honest. Really, what's going to move the needle is not some groundbreaking, crazy yoga retreat of 10 days of silence. It's much more about the small actions and the small steps that you take every day. And I'm sure you've also heard this quote that goes something like, your success is the sum of all the small actions that you repeat every single day. And so when we are caught up in daily actions, habits, behaviors that feed into this constant cycle of worrying about work, 
we end up suffering because everything that we do, it feeds into this negative cycle or spiral. And that's why today, instead of talking about big philosophical concepts that are a little bit hard to grasp, uh, I know that I've been doing that in some of the previous episodes about the Bhagavad Gita and the the Radiant Corporate Yogi. Um, That's a great way to look at some of these challenges as well and more like uh, the yogi way of doing it. But today I'm going to take a little bit of different approach because I'm going to go really micro on some of the daily actions, some of the daily steps that you can take every day if you want to go from the state of I'm constantly worrying about work to okay, you know what, I'm going to leave the office at 4pm, I'm going to leave my laptop there, I'll have an empty inbox and I will feel absolutely no guilt. (laughs) And this is something we are going to talk so much more about inside my online group yoga program, the Corporate Unicorn. I have just opened doors to this program and you are invited to join us as well. Inside the Corporate Unicorn, you will learn how to sparkle in a boardroom full of suits with level 10 energy and mental clarity so you can start waking up every day to a career you love through healthy habits and non-negotiable boundaries. This is a six-week online group program for women in corporate who are ready to live their most optimal life. And I'm going to add a link to the the page where you can read so much more about the program And I really spend a lot of time creating this page. It's amazing. It's funny. There's so much more, so much like graphic and everything inside of it. So I'd be really happy if you'd go and check it out. It's filled with sparkles and unicorn vibes and all of it. And like, you know me, I I used to be a lawyer. I still am. And I work in this online business, but it's not like I have a degree in (laughs) website design or anything. And creating this page with all the information about the corporate unicorn, it really was so much of a learning process for me and just a way for me to see how can I get all these ideas that I have inside of my head into a website that is going to communicate to you exactly the feeling that I want you to wake up with every morning. Because I truly believe that all women deserve to wake up and feel amazing about the workday that they have ahead of them. If you're listening to this, I know that you're a high achiever. I know that you've worked really hard to get to where you are right now. And I just do not believe that you have to wake up and be like, oh, I don't want to go into the office or I don't feel good about this or I don't feel confident. I don't feel like I have energy. Like you need all of that and you deserve all of that and and that's really the the message that I'm trying to convey on this page about the corporate unicorn so even if you don't want to join the program just go and take a look at it and see if it if it lifts up your mood because it's it's basically like re- like reading a blog post <laughs> I put so much effort into this so go and take a look if you have the time there's a link in the episode description Anyway, for now, let's jump right into today's topic. So before I share these changes that you can make in your daily life and what I've done myself, I'm going to share a concept with you that I recently read about, which I think is so suitable for what we're talking about today. And this concept is called um, spot, stop, swap. Spot, stop, 
and swap SSS. And the idea is that we start to pay attention to the things or the habits that we are repeating every day, but um, that aren't necessarily serving us. So the first thing we do is we spot them. And then we make a commitment to ourselves to stop doing that habit or that action. And in the end, we swap it for a more positive or more healthy ritual instead. And I'd like you to keep this SSS strategy in mind as we begin to move through these 10 healthy rituals that I personally follow every day and that I followed for a long time to bring myself out of the state of constantly worrying about work. Right, so as I said, I'm going to take you through 10 healthy rituals and we're going to look at all of them from the point of spot, stop and swap. And um, yeah, let's just dive straight in and I'm going to add a little bit of context to all of them. So uh, the first thing that I noticed and something that I've talked about so much on all my platforms is that I noticed personally, I had this tendency to scroll on my phone every morning that I wake up. It's like the first thing I would do would be reach out for my phone and start scrolling and start processing a gazillion amounts of information before I had even gotten out of bed. So that was me spotting, okay, you know what, when I do this, when I pull out my phone, I actually don't feel amazing the moment that I finally decide to step out of my bed. So I made a promise to myself to say, okay, I'm going to stop that behavior. And what I'm going to do is instead is I'm going to leave the phone outside of my bedroom. So what can I do instead? Because um, I don't necessarily think personally that it's nice to roll out of bed and like the moment that your alarm rings and you just have to go, go, go. So I took the took a decision to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to swap that. I'm going to just like stay in my bed, journal for five minutes every morning before I'm getting out of bed. Or you could say, I'm going to just meditate for five minutes without having to like put on a guided meditation and turn on a candle and do all the things. Like just tell yourself, okay, I need a little bit of time. Maybe I'll sit upright in bed, still have my blanket over me. Just close my eyes or keep them open if it's difficult and you're afraid you're going to fall asleep and focus on your breath. Just inhale for a count of four and exhale for a count of four and see if that changes anything about how you start your day. All right. The second thing is related to movement. And as you know, I always love movement. I think it is the number one way to just take that stagnant energy, that exhaustion, that feeling of everything is so heavy. It's the easiest way to switch things around. So what I started spotting was, was that at the point where I was most burned out, I was feeling really sluggish in the morning. Sometimes my body would even hurt because I'd had a, I'd had a concussion and I had some issues with my neck and my shoulders. And I'm sure that if you're working many hours in front of a laptop every day, you have some kind of pain, maybe in your low back, maybe around your neck and your shoulders, maybe something is feeling tight. Or maybe you've even gained like a couple of extra kilos and you're not satisfied with the way you look when you see yourself in the mirror or maybe there's something with your skin and you're like, oh, I just I feel like my skin is not glowing the way that it used to. If that sounds like you, then know that you're not alone. I had all the same thoughts and that's why I decided, you know what, I'm going to stop this. Um, always taking the car, always taking the metro to go to work 
always using the lift. These are things that feel so convenient. But when we swap it for, okay, say I'm going to bike to work or I'm going to walk to work, if that's an option. If it's not, maybe you add a 10-minute walk in to go to the metro or the bus in the morning. Maybe instead of using the lift, you commit to taking the stairs um, swapping this minimal amounts of movement with at least getting in some exercise here and there to get your heart rate up a little bit and get that feeling of energy moving through your body. Something that I always think about is like, okay, I'm going to take a shower most mornings anyway. So <laughs> I think I actually read about this in a book about morning uh, morning rituals and morning routines where he was saying something like, you got to earn that, that morning shower. So if you know that you're going to get in there and get ready anyway, might as well pump a little sweat before you take that shower. If that means just moving your body for 10 minutes, then that's how it is. It doesn't have to be all these crazy workouts. Like this morning, I went for a walk and I actually, I had this feeling like, I also want to work out, but I don't have time to both go for a walk and have a workout. What am I going to do? So I actually ended up combining those two and I went for a one hour walk and because I have, I have the time for it. I get up in time. I'm not saying that you should. Um, and then every 10 minutes on that walk, I did 20 squats and five push-ups. And there were not a lot of people on the streets, but some of the people that walked past were a little bit like, okay, that looks weird. But it's just about getting out of your own head and <laughs> essentially just doing things that feel good for you and that are convenient in your schedule. Right. So that's the movement part. The third thing I'm going to suggest is... Well, I've written here protein shake on my notes. Actually, I spotted that I had this tendency to feel hungry and shaky in the morning because I ate the wrong food. So I'm sure you've, you've noticed this in the office as well. Maybe you have a breakfast on the way to work and then one, two hours into work, your belly starts making weird noises and you're like, oh, when is it time to go for lunch? I'm really hungry. I can't concentrate. And I noticed that I had fallen into a tendency of like, okay, I feel a little bit sorry for myself, so I'm going to buy myself a croissant or I'm going to buy myself high calorie breakfast on the go just to feel a little bit better. But especially what I noticed after uh, coming to Greece and I started moving my body so much more was that, wait a moment, I am actually not getting enough protein in my diet um it's very difficult to be a vegetarian in greece so i've started eating so much more meat but i've also added um a protein shake to my diet um and if it's not a protein shake then at least a nourishing breakfast because the the foods that you consume like they are just everything i think in yoga they actually say something about like you you are what you eat like you essentially become what you eat so you want to make sure that the things you're putting inside your body are there to make you feel vibrant and glowing um you don't want to be walking around as this plain croissant from down around the corner like you want to you want to look like that fruity juicy smoothie bowl with all those different colors that's the kind of vibe you want to bring out in your skin and in your energy levels and all of that all right 
The next thing I noticed was that it was so easy for me to get to a point of, okay, I have frequent headaches, I feel dehydrated when I sit at my desk, and maybe it has something to do with the fact that I like to drink five cups of coffee instead of walking down to the kitchen and fill up my water bottle. And this is so easy, like you could easily swap those five cups of coffee. I'm not saying you should not drink coffee. I still drink like two, three cups of coffee every day. I think that's amazing. But just make sure that you keep water at your desk and that every time your bottle is empty, it's time for you to get a little exercise snack and go for a walk, fill up your bottle when it's empty and then just keep yourself hydrated. I've actually even had clients say to me, Laura, I just, I don't feel comfortable drinking water or even coffee in the office because that means I have to go to the bathroom and then I can't get as much work done uh, in the time that I have available or I don't feel comfortable asking for a break to go to the bathroom in the middle of an important meeting and yeah I just want (laughs) to invite you to not think that way I think that is that is really the people pleaser coming out in us like saying Okay, I'm going to I'm going to sit here and I'm not going to ask anyone to go to the bathroom. I'm not going to take care of my needs and drink water like honestly. That is not the frequency that we want to be operating from. Drink that water, drink that coffee and just stand like imagine what would actually happen and if if you were sitting in that important meeting and you just stood up, no explanation, walked out and came back in 2 minutes later. Do you think anyone would like get mad at you? It's not like you have to explain yourself. So that maybe that's a challenge to add <laughs> to your to your upcoming work week. Anyway, the next thing that I spotted was I had this tendency to just feel more and more exhausted as the workday progressed. Like I would be totally out of energy around the time when this afternoon slump would hit around 3 p.m. And what I noticed was that I was not getting enough fresh air. I was not getting enough sunlight during the day. And so instead of (laughs) saying, okay, at 3 p.m. it's like, I'm going to make another cup of coffee. I'm going to go raid the office snack drawer. Start going for a 10 minute walk after lunch. Take the breaks and move them outside. Even if the sun isn't shining, you're still going to get that fresh air, that sunlight exposure, even through the clouds. And it's going to make you feel so much more energized for a longer period of time than drinking that fifth, sixth cup of coffee. This next one is really, really big. And I'm sure actually if you're listening to this podcast, you are looking for some sort of community or feeling of not being alone with all these corporate job concerns. Because if you are feeling a little bit lonely or like you don't have anyone to share your concerns with, or maybe you're even at a point where the only sort of um how can you say it like the only sort of conversations that you have with your colleagues maybe it's very toxic gossip behind closed office doors like i have noticed this in corporate so much that people actually find joy in speaking about other people behind their backs and like did you see she got that promotion or he did this or he did that or did you see what they wrote on linkedin and it's just not gonna make you feel good at all so maybe you're in that toxic gossip place or maybe you're in a place where you're like 
I feel all these feelings about working in my job. I feel lonely, but I don't have anyone to share it with. And so you keep it all to yourself. And I would really encourage you to not keep all of this to yourself. Even if you feel like you don't have anyone to share it with, girl, come and write me a DM over on Instagram and tell me what's going on. I am not asking you to join one of my programs or whatever. I just want you to know that there is a channel right here where you can come and just share your concerns and say, I'm noticing all these things coming up and I don't know where to place it. Come tell me. I'd be happy to cheer on you. Another thing that you could do if you don't feel comfortable writing me a message, for instance, could be say, okay, while you're on that walk after lunch, make a commitment to call a friend or call your mom or call your dad or whoever it is that, you know, like most of us have that one person in the corner who's like, okay, if I, if I call him or her, my, my vibe is going to be lifted pretty quickly. Um, I'd like to share with you that after I moved to Greece, like the biggest thing that I'm missing right now is actually I don't have my friends around. I had a big uh, friend group in Copenhagen. I had a lot of people around that I would meet up with and work out with and go for dinners with and all these things. And that is something I have to build from scratch now in Greece. So something that I'm doing now is I usually take a walk um, before my lunch break But then most days I have some kind of standing agreement with a friend back in Denmark that I can call my friend or I can call my sister or I can always call my mom (laughs) and I'll give them a call and just be like, okay, I've been like, I usually work quite a lot on my own. But even if you sit in your corporate office, you have a lot of tasks you need to get through. So many of us sit in our own heads the whole day and we don't have the time to just share something personal at that end give your friend a call give your mom a call whomever it is or send me a message if you don't have anyone (laughs) good then once you're done with your walk and you filled up your water bottle and all the good things it's around time for lunch and I know that so many of us, we end up eating our lunch inside behind our desks because we're so super busy that it's like, oh my God, what would happen if I took half an hour out to just eat my lunch without a screen? (laughs) That's something I spotted for sure. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to stop mindlessly eating my meals. Meals are a sacred time of the day. It's where I nourish my body. So I'm going to swab it gonna take my lunch outside or at least if it's raining I'm gonna take my lunch and eat it somewhere else that doesn't have to do with my screen then we come home from work and we've been sitting behind screens all day and we haven't been moving our bodies so much necessarily and we're like oh my god I'm just so exhausted so what do we do we come home and we turn on the tv or we turn on our smartphones and we start scrolling And there is something yogic to be said about this for sure, because I I used to watch a lot of really bad reality TV. I'm just like spilling all my secrets on you in this episode today. But there is something to do with the, the type of content that you put into your brain. If you want to operate from a higher frequency, if you want to operate on a level 10 energy level, you... Like when you consume reality TV, when you consume something really low quality, you are not setting the the foundation for having good energy. It's like 
it's basically like eating foods that are not going to nourish you like that plain croissant yeah it's delicious in the moment yeah it's great to watch something low quality in the moment but is there something you could do some days to stop putting all this bad quality into your mind and maybe swap it to educate yourself learn something new maybe through a book maybe through a podcast maybe through buying an online course so you can elevate the level that you're currently at and I know if you're like oh my god I read so many pages every day at work I concentrate so much listen to an audiobook watch a documentary do something to educate yourself so you're not staying stuck at the level you're at right now always keep growing keep moving keep learning this is a very yogic practice it's part of like i'm not gonna go get into all the details right now but the yogis say that when you take time to study the sutras like i've been talking about the bhagavad gita that is your yoga practice too i'm not saying you should come home from work and sit and read really old ancient wisdom texts but if there's something if there's a topic that interests you Make a commitment to yourself to study that 10 minutes every day. Improve yourself. Right. The next thing is to do with um, screens. Again, <laughs> talk so much about the phone because I feel like I, I keep hearing this. Um, I keep hearing people say, oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. But then every Monday morning, <laughs> at least on my phone, uh, we get this notification with our screen time telling us like how many hours we actually spend every day on our screens. So a long time ago, I decided I am not going like I spotted that I was scrolling on my phone for hours every night. So I decided that I was not going to let my phone take away so many hours hours every night of my precious time I could have I could have done a relaxing yoga practice I could have taken a warm bath I could have baked myself a cake or something that just feels better and what you could swap it for essentially is okay I'm going to set screen time boundaries on the phone so the apps close at 9 p.m for instance it's not that you can't go into your apps but then at least there is that extra level of getting through that limit of oh i set this boundary <laughs> in a very mindful moment of my day hmm is this something that i want to continue with do i want to continue consuming this low quality content or is there something else i could do with my time if this is something that you want to work more with i actually have a full episode on the podcast I can't remember the exact episode number, but if you search for something with screen time, that episode is going to show up and I share so many more tips on what you can actually do to convert your screen time into me time. I think that's actually the title of that episode, convert your screen time to me time. Right, and the last thing I am going to suggest is that you start following a, a strict sleeping schedule. Um, I have moved my routines a little bit from when I was in Copenhagen to now that I'm in Greece. They follow a little bit of a different routine here. So I am trying to adjust to that to just <laughs> live with the, with the Greek society here. But I have this commitment where I say to myself, I want to be in bed by 11 p.m. every night without my phone. Because I noticed, okay, I can't fall asleep if I'm scrolling on my phone all night. Uh, I have this light in my eyes. It's keeping me wide awake. And I'm going to swap that for a five-minute breathing exercise for better sleep. Before you fall asleep, you just sit in your bed or maybe even lie down. You focus on your breath 
and you follow, okay, I'm going to sleep from 11 to 7 every night, getting up at 7 a.m. in the morning, whatever it is, just make sure that your body adjusts to these um, more structured sleeping schedules. Right, that was a lot. (laughs) Let's take a moment. So just to sum up, if right now you are finding yourself in a space of having so many thoughts and worries about work and you don't know where to start to really get yourself out of that cycle once and for all, I really encourage you to start spotting some of the daily behaviors that you follow and see if you can swap some of them for something else. Maybe you're noticing some of the same behaviors that I was pointing out in my own journey and maybe some of the things that I've suggested to swap them with are like, oh, that sounds really cool. I want to do that too. I want you to really pay attention to what I'm saying here and the examples that I'm giving you because I'm not asking you to go above and beyond with your daily life. Some of the examples I've given you here, like keeping water at your desk or taking your lunch outside, they don't require much effort from you. These are really small, consistent steps that you can take every day. But when you repeat them over and over again, they start to lift weights and make changes. And slowly, slowly, they will generate some energy for you. If you feel like right now, I just don't have energy for anything making some of these small changes are going to start creating more energy for you so that eventually you'll have more capacity to be like hmm maybe I do actually want to start going for a run or adding that workout in or trying to get on my yoga mat two times a week but if right now you're just in that constant cycle of everything is just stressing me out it's going to be too much. So these are really small, consistent steps that you can take to start generating more energy. And if you have any questions about this, again, feel free to reach out to me either via email. My email address is in the episode description as well. Or you can send me a DM over on Instagram at Manipur by Laura and we can take it from there. And then before we finish here, I'm just going to remind you that I have just opened doors to the Corporate Unicorn, this group yoga program, and you are very much invited to join us inside that tribe. In the Corporate Unicorn, you will learn how to sparkle in a boardroom full of suits with level 10 energy and mental clarity so you can start waking up every day to a career you love through healthy habits and non-negotiable boundaries. Both of these things are things we have been talking about today. Definitely the healthy habits, but also the boundaries of when are you leaving, what's going to happen, and how are you going to set yourself up for success so you're not constantly reminded of work. As I said, the Corporate Unicorn is a six-week online group program for women in corporate who are ready to live their most optimal life. And when I created the Corporate Unicorn, it was really from a place of, okay, I have, I know I've left my corporate job now. I'm still working freelance. I'm still working in my business. I still have days that are very similar to some of your days. But the thing is, I... I think we hear so many stories about people who burn out and they just leave corporate and they they never find their way back and yeah it's like it's just horrible 
And it doesn't have to be like that. It really doesn't. I know that so many people work really hard to get to where they're at in their corporate careers and the whole safety of knowing that you're getting paid every month and um, you have a place to show up, you have colleagues, you have all the benefits. It's amazing. It's a really great way to work, but there's still a lot of pressure on you. And I want you to understand and believe that it is 100% possible to wake up in the morning and feel excited about going into the office. Trust me when I say this because I was at a point where I was like, oh my God, there is no way that I can do this. And by infusing these healthy rituals into my daily life, by starting to set rock solid boundaries with my colleagues, with my managers, with my clients, it really transformed the experience of going to work. And I want you to know that this is possible for you as well. It's really that feeling of like, wow, you've had your cold shower in the morning, you've had your yoga practice and you come into the office and you you're just all sparkly and glowing and your colleagues are like what the hell is going on with you why are you so energized and it's not like you have to tell anyone what your secret is just knowing that you feel amazing in your body you feel amazing in your mind you feel like you have energy to tackle your tasks you're calm and you're composed this is really the point that I want you to get to and it can be your own little secret even if you want it to be just a few details here before we end this episode. If you sign up to the Corporate Unicorn before midnight on Tuesday, October 17th, so that is tomorrow if you're listening to this episode as of the day it's being published you will get into this program with a 55 us dollar discount and you will also get access to my masterclass uh, journaling and visualization masterclass pages of power for career clarity and on top of that you will also get a free one-to-one -one session with me where we can jam out exactly what it is that you want to focus on in your practice with movement with mindset with the boundaries that you want to set alongside your career journey right we're gonna leave it right there if you enjoyed this episode and want to make sure you don't miss any future episodes then make sure that you subscribe to the send desk podcast wherever you usually tune in and i would also really super much appreciate if you could leave a review on the podcast just tell the other listeners tell me what you got from the podcast that way you can help the podcast grow and expand get out there into the world and do its magic All right thank you so much for tuning in today and i will see you here on the podcast next time